Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of A Case for the FBI Cross-Examining Reality. I'm Cassie. And I'm Kristen. And we are excited to spice it up a little bit today. And we are going to be talking about Selling Tampa. Yes, getting spicy here on episode number three with Selling Tampa. (laughs) Well, in the intro today, we wanted to discuss a couple of things. Really asking your opinions. We need your sleuthing detective knowledge on these two topics today. So Kristen has brought the first one to our attention. So what what are we investigating first, Kristen? Yes, so court is in session. Let it be known that when we have opened this case for the FBI. (laughs) So I'm kind of torn on this. I don't know which way to go with it, but it is January 19th, 2022. And Kylie Jenner may or may not have had her second child. Now, this makes me a little uneasy thinking that we don't know what's going on. Like if let me back up. There's a lot of chit chat going on on the internet, as there always oh, is. Chit chat. <laughs> there's always they're always talking in the peanut gallery. <laughs> people are sort of like reading the tea leaves, and some people think that Kylie has already had baby number two. If we look at her history with Stormy, we knew that she was pregnant, but she went completely MIA. Well, actually, no, we didn't know that she was. No, pregnant. we didn't know she was she, pregnant. She just went MIA, and the whole family, yeah. whenever anyone asked, they'd be like. Mm, I don't know. And then one day she posted and is like this. She had the whole YouTube video um, put together. Like here's Stormy. She was this. She was born like two weeks ago or something. Then she had this whole video that she had put together like over Stormy's womb. Stay in the womb, basically, (laughs) when she was in utero. And she has made comments before about how she, you know, she really liked that private time that she had while she was pregnant with Stormy. And she may be interested in doing that again. Well, this time around, she has been more public about it Mm -hmm. and has posted pictures of her being pregnant and, you know, posted a video of them, of she and Travis when they found out that she was pregnant. But since then, people are just seeing some inconsistencies, I guess we'll call them, and that things aren't necessarily, timelines aren't really making sense. Mm-hmm. I just want to get your take. Like you've probably seen all the TikToks about it. Do people, do the, do the conspirators have a case here that Kylie Jenner has already birthed a child and she's just kind of dragging us along? You know, I, I briefly did see a TikTok relating to this and she she definitely had the facts aligned and it was very similar to kind of like what happened before where people were like oh and this she posted her I think you had said it to like her nails this way but then posted something the same day and her nails were a different way honestly I feel like we can't trust Kylie Jenner because of the first go around with Stormy like I just <laughs> really don't get it um I know that she wants her privacy but like I just don't think that's possible considering who she is is Mm -hmm. and especially this time around it's like why did you tell us if you were then going to keep it a secret again that's what I'm wondering like if she really valued that privacy and really wanted that private privacy again by all means but then why are you posting stuff pretending that you're out here just living pregnant life doing regular things like she's still posting things and being active but she's I don't she just has this archive of of her videos and pictures of her being pregnant I don't know but yeah you can't keep up with her and travis like are they together are they not together 
is it is, are we sure he's the baby's father like what's going on here that's a good point which I speaking, they broke up i know right and i i mean who who could tell the timeline i don't even know but i was kind of thinking about travis now that you mention it we've talked about astro world before mm-hmm. and i was thinking to myself what if she did you know it was a long time after the Astroworld tragedy that she just went like radio silent as to Travis yeah. mm-hmm. um, for probably a solid month or two. So that did have me thinking like, what if during that time she did have the baby, which I mean, I like, I think back that up, but I'm just saying like, there was another time it makes recently sense, when she went ghost. Right. But I guess something recently that's kind of shut that down is I guess this past weekend, maybe or something, it was Stormy and Chicago's birthday, which holy, I guess Stormy is like three now. Oh my gosh. I think that makes me feel old. Yeah. Like I remember when she was a sweet young babe, they, they threw a like combo birthday party for them. And I guess you can still see like videos of Kylie being like she is pregnant at this party and everyone is like posting pictures and videos of this party together, which you had mentioned earlier. Like that's kind of bummy that they throw them a combo birthday party. Like, yeah, like y'all are the (laughs) richest family in the world, probably like y'all can't throw these poor babies their own birthday party. (laughs) I I mean, are they sharing a cake too? like I I could never I'm just looking at like a still photo that someone took um i guess when they were singing happy birthday oh it also appears to some be some sort of like barbie theme i think i don't really know for sure but uh definitely a pink throw up situation going on with the decorations as far as <laughs> as those are concerned do you think the um, girls from um the bachelor help decorate Ooh, yes where's hillary <laughs> at? where is she plot twist where's cassidy she's at the pool <laughs> Maya was actually baby stormy. (laughs) Speaking of which, have you thought at all? I mean, if you're like me, you've thought at great length of what Kylie's going to name this second baby. Do you have any guesses? I have a feeling it's going to because I don't remember exactly what the story was, but Stormy has something to do with a butterfly, right? Like it has to do with like her and her mom liked butterflies or she likes butterflies or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think this is what they're going after, but have you ever heard of the butterfly effect before? Yeah. So that's, it's like a flap of a butterfly's wings in South America can like set off a storm in Kansas kind of thing. Like it's, a, stupid, it's but, I yeah. think that's because that's like the butterfly effect. That's why it's called that. But like, you know, every single tiniest little thing that happens affects in the world else. affects everything else. Yeah. It's like how, how existence plays out basically. But if you didn't know that though, like it would be difficult for you to go like, okay, butterfly effect, stormy, obviously, like <laughs> that is kind of weird. But I did see on TikTok, of course, someone speculating that she may have named the second baby Sunny, uh-uh. like Sunny and Stormy. Which on first thought, I don't hate. I you know I do kind of like a little matching name situation, <laughs> but then that also insinuates that like one of your children it's like good and evil like yeah have, like, yeah, yeah. like you might as well have named them angel and devil right. exactly what do you like the name stormy like what are your thoughts on the name you know it's it, it's interesting because i wouldn't say no i don't like the name but i don't know i don't know if it's because stormy is literally the cutest little baby angel i've ever seen she and is. i like she's it because scary, she's scary cute too. 
I would personally never encourage anyone to name their child Stormy, but for some reason, I really do think it's, it's cute. It's cute on her. I think just like true and dream. Like, I don't think those are cute names, but Mm -hmm. those little babies are very cute. And I think that it just, honestly, Kim is the only one who I can't get behind. I can't get behind (laughs) Chicago. I can't get behind North. Psalm. Uh, Yeah. All. Yeah. And there's another one. Uh, Saint. No. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. I, I don't hate Stormy, but it was also kind of um, unfortunate for them because Kylie is MIA for six months. During that whole time, if you remember, there's the whole Stormy Daniels mm. saga going on with former President Donald Trump. So she comes out and says, my baby's name is Stormy. And we're like, but we right, already yes. have one of those. Oh, yeah, Stormy right. Daniels. We don't need another. So it'll be interesting how it, about how it plays out. I just, I don't care. I'm just like ready to I just want to know what she named it and I just like want yeah see. that's all I, I want to know if it's a boy if it's a girl I want to know what I was gonna say we don't know the sex it. yet no yeah. okay no we don't so, I'm hoping for another girl yeah Stormy is so cute she's so cute she honestly is the cutest of, of all of them I would agree and her yeah Kylie I I can't say like confirm or deny because I obviously don't know Kylie Jenner but she does appear to be a really good mom her and Stormy are very cute together Uh I will never forget that video of her walking in and waking Stormy up do you know what I'm talking about where she like rise and shine rise and shine (laughs) I remember laughing for hours about that rise and shine Come to mommy. Stormy, you're just like mommy, baby. <laughs> Stormy. Yeah, especially oh like, you know, we don't know what the situation is like with her and Travis, too. So if she's like doing a lot of this on her own. I'm sure oh, yeah. that's, I mean, on her own in quotation marks, as if she doesn't yeah. need help. But, and I mean, she's younger than us, too. Like, she's like 23. 22? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my oh God. God. Ew. <laughs> Are we like my worst nightmare? Oh my god! And I'm like 26. Ew. I'm good on that for now. I really am good. Um. So, what do you have to talk about here to bring um into the courtroom? I need my sleuths Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm talking about Jen Shaw, guys. I've been watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm torn. I'm honestly torn. So, Kristen does not watch the show. So, just giving you a little backstory. Jen is extremely volatile. She it gets angry at the drop of a hat and will just like completely pop off. She will say whatever she has to say to hurt your feelings. She has gotten almost physical with people. Yeah. And she oh whew, she has got a temper like uh-huh. scary. Um, like she will literally go for the jugular. Like Mary, who's on there, is the one who's married to her step grandfather. Okay. And she called her a grandpa fucker. <laughs> <laughs> So that's just the kind of, wow, that's the, that's the kind of, you know, um, energy that we get from Jen Shaw. Okay. That might be worse than the C word. Yeah. I think I'd rather be called the C word than a grandpa fucker. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm getting a good background of Jen. Yes. So she is being charged with fraud. Her and her assistant Stuart, I think is his name. I think it's Stuart. I 
kind of think she might be innocent. I, I kind of think she might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they were on their way, like on this party bus to a girl's trip and Jen gets this phone call and she just like seems all normal. She's like, it's from her husband. She's like, Hey babe, like what's up? And all of a sudden Gosh. you see her eyes shift into the camera and she's like, uh-huh. Like uh-huh. she's on the office or something. Yeah. And then she's asking the girls to turn off her mics and she's like, Oh, something's happened. I have to leave. Da, da, da. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. after Jen, pulls off in some random truck i'm still curious as to who drove her back homeland security shows up helicopters like (gasps) armed people like with their vests on and they're looking for jen and according to her she was driving and she got pulled over by a white van and they arrested her then and there she says that she is innocent she swore on her kid's life her husband's life her dad's life that she is innocent and like honestly jen really does care about her family especially her husband like like they are both so in love with each other that's why i kind of believe her I, I genuinely feel like she would not say that if it wasn't the case mm-hmm. but you know I feel like I haven't followed it as closely as a lot of other people so I'm really hoping that you know some detectives can reach out to me and, and you know provide me with some factual evidence on you know if they think she did it or not because as of right now I'm I've, I'm kind of thinking that she is innocent so as of right now, is she currently in prison or is she like awaiting trial? Like what is so the I, I right believe now? that she's awaiting trial. I know that okay. like when they arrested her, they let her out like she was still on the show, like she was still out doing things. But it was just the, the last thing I will say about this is I really, really don't understand why they were so aggressive with the way they tried to detain her. They mm-hmm. went to her home like with huge guns dressed in you know like head to toe and like protective gear had like snipers out with like laser like red lasers pointed at her like son's chest like pulled him out of the house like with had a gun I just don't under like she's she's being charged with fraud she's not fucking Jeffrey Dahmer like this lady just I mean, this isn't good, but she just stole allegedly old people's money in a marketing scheme. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is it really necessary? And her, her son's black, her husband's black, her family's black. So you have like the whole police crew, Homeland Security, whoever pulling them out with guns and snipers ready to gun them down. I'm just like, this seems a little over the top for yeah. a fraud case. You know, I guess they always say, like, you never know what someone's going to do when you're trying to arrest them or whatever. But it's a little OD to go like that's immediately what you're going to do is like send all of the people like that's a little hard to multiple locations. So she does she have the support of the other housewives? Like, what is that situation like? So so this the season is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. I think I think that they're torn. I think that they're not sure. I feel like one of the girls, Heather, I I feel like she feels pretty confident that Jen didn't do it. I do think that a lot of them are just truly conflicted because it's like I think that someone knows more than what they're sharing. Mm-hmm. Um I think that you know one of the ladies, Meredith, she did have a private investigator investigating on Jen Shaw because Jen Shaw was literally talking shit about her son which I also don't love so Jen Shaw needs to chill out but you know that's not exactly the topic at hand so I think that Meredith probably found out some info I think that Meredith 
might have called the cops on Jim. Do you think yeah. that maybe like the private investigator like just got so much information on her that then Meredith was able to like call the authorities? To use it. Yeah. And I mean, like Meredith said, like if you fuck with my family, like I'm gonna fuck with you. And Jen Shaw fucked with her family. So interesting. So how does this compare with the whole um what's the name of the the woman from New York who went to jail and her husband went to jail? Oh, that's New Jersey. Teresa, Teresa Judice. Judice. Yeah. How does this compare this with that is, situation? Oh my God. This is like not even as cool as that. Okay. Because that's because really like the only they did reference it. that I have. <laughs> because they did it and they both went to prison. But it, at this point, we're like unsure about what the deal is with Jen. Yeah. I, I believe her. Maybe I'm being naive. <laughs> that's how I am. I'm like, no, Kylie Jenner told us she hasn't had her baby yet. So that must be the truth. <laughs> But, you know, at the end of the day, too, it's like, I don't like I don't like Jen. I don't stand Jen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I feel like if that's what my gut's telling me, it's coming from a, a genuine place because a it's Jen not like she, a Jen Shaw you in place. <laughs> Her tagline this season is the only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw amazing. Oh, my God. That was before she got arrested. No, that was after. <laughs> she said i'm killed oh my god i'm not gonna lie that salt lake city ladies taglines are actually the cringiest like really? the cringiest like one of the girls is like i can't remember exactly what it is but it's like don't worry i love me enough for the both of us even the way they say it just sounds so rehearsed it's just not good yeah gross. they are the newest franchise so like you know they, they they're trying to get their footing right um but i mean pff- we might ha- we might have to talk about this season at some point because okay. I- I'm not even going to get into the whole Mary Cosby situation, but that mm-hmm. that one to me is even more interesting than Jen Shaw committing fraud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, if you because it, obviously it's not over yet, so like if the end of the season is coming, I can catch up and we can talk about it. Yes, it is. It it is coming soon. I think we're on episode seventeen. I'm interested too because this is a federal case. Like how much they can even record and show on the TV show, which sucks because you're not going to be able to like get all of you know the whole story. But it feels like they've done a lot. Like the fact that we saw her like getting released from jail and her talking to her lawyers and things like that. I I feel like. Jen is an open book and that's another reason why I kind of feel like maybe she is innocent because she hasn't been hiding things like she's not shady yeah no she's not and you know I mean Jen may have loose lips <laughs> and she may have a temper but I mean she hasn't lied yet I mean yeah she ain't ever told a lie which would then suck if Meredith you know was the one who called the police then like just because she was mad that Jen was just doing her yeah I think I don't I'm not certain that she is the one who gave them information to build the case Mm -hmm. but I do kind of have a feeling that she told them where Jen was when they requested it from her Mm. I don't know though I don't know uh, well, interesting. Okay, well, keep me updated on that because, of course, I don't mind watching all of it and catching up and because I like to be a part of the conversation and I know a lot of people are watching uh, Salt Lake City, so I'll have to get into it. Um, so I guess now, if you want to go ahead and start talking about Selling Tampa. Um, nope. So if any of our listeners out there watched Selling Tampa with us, 
this will be a fun little combo, especially for me because I didn't watch Selling Sunset. I guess just to start off, can I just get your rating out of five on Selling Tampa? Like how many stars would you give it? I'm going to have to give it two two different star ratings and you'll understand why once I explain it. I would give it like a four out of five as an overall show. I love that it's highlighting successful women of color and painting them in a successful promoting, you know, positive light. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought that all the drama was very interesting. I never felt bored. I never was like, oh, God, like I got to push through another episode. So as far as entertainment, the show in general, four out of five. Mm -hmm. Now, I have seen Selling Sunset and I loved Selling Sunset. And one of the things that I loved most about Selling Sunset was actually getting to see the real estate and the real estate side of things. Mm -hmm. So as far as being a spinoff to a show or maybe not a spinoff, but you know what I mean? In in tandem with a show that's supposed to be focused on realtors selling real estate. I'm going to have to get it like a one out of five. They didn't sell (laughs) one fucking house on the show. I'm like, where are y'all getting all this money that you're talking about? I have not seen one person sell a house. That's a really good point. And I wondered that too, at the very beginning, when Cheryl said that they've only been open for a year. Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? I guess they sell, they like made the deal with the developer, but that didn't actually, that's like to sell houses in the future. That's not exactly. Right now. No one has sold a single house. I mean, I guess Sherelle and Joanna did sell that one house to like the organic company family or whatever. Oh, yay. Yeah. The, but I um, mean, the house they showed us wasn't even freaking finished. And then they bought it, like, but then they were just kind of like, Bye. but also, if I'm going to go all the way out to Miami to find you a house in 24 hours, you better buy one of them. So I guess starting off, who was your favorite character on the show and why? I think my favorite was. Ann. Okay. I I like her because she is a hustler. I like her personality. I she literally had me cracking up just like the one liners that she would throw out, like mm-hmm. especially about Juana being HR. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. If this comes as a surprise to anyone, I don't know what freaking show you were watching. My least favorite was Alexis. Why was she on the show? I was annoyed by her from the moment my eyes set on her face. Yes. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> she contributes when her, nothing when her eyes locked with mine yeah exactly she could TV. see me through the tv okay but she contributed nothing she always had an excuse like oh my husband's transitioning from me, me, me. what what does that got to do with you what are you doing to help him with that so i, just- I definitely said alexis was also my least favorite i mean maybe there are some people out there who sympathize with her and she kind of mm. just like got behind the eight ball but she was not it and the worst part was my favorite character was Tennille. Oh, I did like her. Yeah. And so, you know, in the middle of the series, when Tennille is basically like holding her hand, showing her how to sell a house and Alexis just wasn't having any part of it and just like, wasn't listening and just saying stupid stuff and like just speaking over Tennille. Exact, just saying the same thing. Like Tennille would be like, wow, look at this view. And she'd be like, yeah, wow, look at this view. I'm like, shut up. And nothing was funnier than when she showed that house on her own that was like 14 million and she said the taxes were six thousand dollars when he asked 000. about the tree and she was like yeah it's um very old yeah and she was like the tree <laughs> of life 
Oh my God, that was so embarrassing. It really, really was. And it made it even worse just because the whole situation of Alexis just like, just being so stubborn and difficult Mm -hmm. with Tennille. Like I definitely have had experiences like that at work where I have tried to like help someone with something or show someone something and they just are not, they're listening, but they're, they're not. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's fine. I'm just showing you how to do your job is all like, you don't have to listen to me, but right go you know and look at what happened with her when she didn't listen to Tennille she made a fool out of herself and she did make a fool out of a oh, realty fool yeah. that I mean like good thing that Tennille had a good relationship with her client because that was a tragedy I cannot yeah. it was like a car accident where it's like you you know you shouldn't be staring but you can't look away when she like tried to make um What's the boss's name again? Sherelle. Sherelle. Yeah, yeah. Sherelle. When she was trying to make Sherelle feel bad for firing her, saying it, she gave up on her. How many how many times in just the span of the show did she tell you that if you don't get your shit together, you're getting fired? At least yeah. three. Exactly. And everybody else told you too. Like, I don't know what else you want. And it wasn't even like a complete firing too, because Sherelle was also like, okay, you can have six months to get your shit together and then maybe you can come back. So I don't really think that's giving up on you. I think that's her telling you like right now you're, you're obviously not prioritizing work because you're having issues with your personal life. So like, go right. deal with that first. And that's just, that's just how it be, Alexis. Like you're always just going to have family stuff going on. You're always going to have personal stuff going on on you still gotta work like you just gotta find a way and obviously she wasn't meeting the expectations that were set for her mm-hmm. and there are repercussions for that so yep. nope I don't blame Sherelle at all well then another really big part of the season um another big plot line was Rena wanting to open her own brokerage and yes. she went behind Sherelle's back and she received her broker's license what do you think of that? Do you think that Rena was being shady? Should she have told her earlier? Or is that like a savvy businesswoman move? Like, yes, go Rena, do your thing. I think the answer is like, yes and no. Because, mm-hmm. and I would say she's not being shady in the fact that she got her broker's license. I, I feel like, do you girl? Like, if you want to go open your own office like that's fine I don't think that's shady if she wants to be her own boss like that's fine what I did not like though was her approaching Colony and Anne and being like if I leave will you come with me now that is shady Mm -hmm. um I mean I agreed with some of her sentiments about why she might want to leave like her being in like they literally intentionally left her out of the photo like they knew when they picked that photo that she was not in it yeah and I I mean that's I think that's rude and then like giving her a hard time because she had to leave early because she had to go see her kids play or whatever like I didn't really like that Mm -hmm. and then the commission thing really bothered me I think it's fine that Sherelle decided for her business she needed to do that but I just I I guess I didn't like the way she just like straight up told them and like didn't give them any like it wasn't a conversation had beforehand there wasn't like a hey guys just want to let you know I'm trying to improve x y and z and the result might be x y and z you know what I mean like if she would have explained to them beforehand like hey I'm looking into better ways to get leads I'm looking into getting more marketing tools and it's going to cost some extra money from the you know company's money so Mm -hmm. I'm going to change commissions haven't gotten a full number yet like whatever I just feel like especially when you're that small and that new of a company like it should be a discussion rather than out of the blue being like 
your money's cut. Yeah, I'm taking 15% of your yeah. proceeds. Yeah, especially because I feel like that's a really attractive thing about working for a small company like that and working with someone like Sherelle, who like, mm-hmm. she seems very accessible. I agree that it's not, I mean, there's only eight employees there. Like, was it really that hard to get everyone together and be like, hey, this is a deal or, you know, this maybe is what could be happening. Maybe, you know, I thought it was unfair too, that the rest of the women, they didn't really get a say in it. Like maybe there could have been a compromise there, but she didn't even like give it a chance, mm-hmm. you know, like what if it had like 85, 15 or something? I don't know. No, I, I do think that something like that needs to be, I mean, at the end of the day, like it is her decision, but at least if she could have had a, dis- a conversation with them beforehand and like made it known that it was like a possibility or like, you know, saying like, this is going to happen. I just don't know the details yet. Like, I feel like that would have been a better way to handle it. And I mean, at the end of the day too, like I'm sitting here kind of thinking like, okay, is she having to do this because two of her however many like 10 realtors aren't producing anything like they're not bringing any money so Uh it's like why should it be the other girls issue if that's the case yeah they'd have to pick up the slack yeah yeah um okay so all that being said how would you rate Sherelle like as a manager like how would you feel if she were your boss I feel like that's a hard question because there are like times where I feel like she's a little bit like too chummy Mm -hmm. with her employees with some of them I should say not all of them with some of them like Mm -hmm. her and Joanna's relationship is just like weird it's weird (laughs) and you can tell that it makes the other girls uncomfortable and they feel Mm -hmm. like it's affecting them and I I don't like that you there is obvious I feel like I'm about to say this word wrong preferential treatment you nailed it preferential treatment there you go i'm a genius okay Merriam webster go off (laughs) give me a moment um so i i do think that that dynamic creates a whole nother issue within the company and i don't love that i mean obviously she's good at her job or they wouldn't be this successful in such a short period of time Mm -hmm. um and i think she treats them well like i thought it was really nice that she took them to miami i think she's not being I think she's not handling her pregnancy well, in my in my opinion. I think that it should be more of a discussion with the team. It shouldn't just be like, "Yeah, I'll be here when I can be here." Like, yeah. I think that there needs to be, and there, and now she's like, "Juana's in charge." Yeah, Juana's in like, charge. Bye. Yeah, and and everyone's like, "I would rather no one be in charge than Juana be in charge." So I do personally feel like she should have maybe taken some more time to address that, discuss it with the team. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, I think she is a good boss. I think that she really cares about all of her girls. I think that she really wants them all to be successful. I think I haven't really seen too much of her. Like, like I feel like on Selling Sunset, you can tell that the brothers know what they're talking about, that mm-hmm. they understand real estate. Like they they are still out there selling houses themselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see much of that from her. But then again, I really didn't see much of anybody selling houses. So <laughs> I mean, they were trying to sell Tampa. I don't know if they sold Tampa. I don't think they did. They only sold Miami and that's not the name of the show. (laughs) This is true. This is very true. But I would agree with you, though. I think she kind of like would like pick and choose when to be chummy. Like when Mm -hmm. it was time to fire Alexis, it was like, this is business. You're not producing. I'm sorry. 
I know that you have things going on, but like, God let you go. But then yeah. when it comes time to, you know, figure out what to do with the baby, it's like, oh, Joan is in charge just because she's my bestie and I trust her. Yeah. And when Colony came up to Sherelle and made the case for why she herself, Colony, should be in that role, I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, she is making all of these great points and she's like going after. Yeah, this. she went out of her way to say, like, I want this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please take me Taking into initiative. Right. Where, I mean, I guess everything just like falls on Joanna. So I really was hoping that like Colony would get what she wanted, but there's no, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that would leave Joanna then because I mean, she still would be the office manager, I guess. Like, sounds like she's the one. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, sounds like they really glorified her role because I mean, she's over here like ordering coffee creamer and stuff. Like, I'm yeah. just like, what? ma'am what are you doing here and it like office manager but there's like eight of them in the office <laughs> it's not like this big giant but it's literally like a giant room that they work in I know and like I mean I, she did try and sell like one condo I guess but I'm just like I really yeah. like it's it seems to me like Sherelle just like gave her this job so that they could like hang out together every day yeah well that Sherelle could have someone with her who's like always gonna agree with her and tell her that Mm -hmm. she's doing the right thing and tell her how pretty she is and all of that which I get it like everyone needs a yes man kind of person but I especially the way that those other women view what Joanna like it's not that's not gonna go well when Sherelle's actually gone because they just don't respect her and for good reason too yeah no I agree and like I don't know like she's just always like they call her HR because she's always up in everybody's business. And she really is like mm-hmm. there is like barely any times that Sherelle is meeting with someone that Joanna's not there all up in mm-hmm. their business. Like right. when she got upset with Anne about like putting in that offer mm-hmm. and Joanna was just like sitting there. I'm like, I feel like why, why, do why does need she to need be to here? be present for that? <laughs> exactly. Why does she need to be present for that conversation? Um, especially if you're like providing critique to somebody about how to do their job like I just Mm -hmm. think that should be a boss to employee conversation not a boss office manager and employee conversation right I going back to the whole Rena starting her own brokerage thing I am kind of split on that too because yes I do think it's shady that you're literally trying to open alert 2.0 like nothing was different in that she was like, I want to open a real a real estate brokerage that specializes in high-end luxury real estate and is all women of color. Like, I think that that is a little shady, but I can also understand her frustration that she and Sherelle are like the same age, yet she's like being bossed around by Joanna and like mm-hmm. getting her pay cut and stuff like that. So I can understand why she's like, I'm sick of this. I want to go somewhere where I am the boss now yeah. and where, you know, I don't have to be part of this whole deal. And I think too, there's like a lot of beef with like the old and young girls. It's like the Aunt Sophie and, and the It's so funny because they do that on the Real Housewives of Atlanta too. So I was familiar with the terminology. I don't I I'm just torn with it but also another thing with Colony too she she's probably my second favorite on the show I like her a lot too she was a straight shooter like she as soon as Rena came up to her and Anne talking about hey you want to come to my brokerage she was like uh no I'm not interested no which I mean that's I think Anne also too like she obviously has a right to be interested in that Mm -hmm. but then 
later on when they're when Sherelle's talking to them about it again and Anna's like oh well I just said that like I'm just I'm just thinking about it and Connie was like why are you changing your tune like you were actually entertaining this idea to work with Rena earlier so um, I feel like that's when you get yourself in a sticky situation being close to people you work with mm-hmm. because it's like does your loyalty lie to your employer or does your loyalty lie to your friend right and you could see like Connie was keeping it in but then eventually she had to be like I'm sorry but this is not how the conversation went down when we were talking to Rena because and Sophie was like so she didn't like commit to anything one way or the other like she didn't commit to staying at alert or going to Rena, so she could kind of like mess around with that as much as she wanted depending on the situation but it, it like you know it kind of depended on who she was talking to and then another thing she was calling me like multiple times someone would be like connie like i heard that you were talking shit about me and connie would be like yeah i was what about I it was. do you I want did. me to tell, tell it to you straight to your face <laughs> <laughs> i said that i just really respect that like when she speaks she means it and like yeah her story doesn't change yeah um I mean I so obviously I said Anna is my favorite so I'm I'm team Anna no take backs yeah no I'm not taking it back what I was gonna say is I do wish she would have been like more open and honest with Sherelle because I mean I think that saying something to your boss like you know like I'm never going to shut down an opportunity or something like that's Mm -hmm. not something that a lot of people are comfortable doing. Like, Mm -hmm. why would you want to tell the person that employs you like, yeah, I'm open to other opportunities when they come (laughs) my way. But then it's also one of those things where it's like, if I were Ann, I would be like, damn, Colony, like, (laughs) why are you blowing my spot up? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I feel like that's where like being really close with because like, you know, I'm best friends with like half of my coworkers. So like uh-huh. if my boss came up to me and was like, so and so said that you said this, I'd be like, dang, <laughs> why are they telling on me? But at yeah. the same time, it's like, but you're my boss. I just feel like it was a really sticky situation. I I think Anne could have owned up to it better, but also Colony could have shut her mouth. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation because when I, when I feel like I'm in a situation like that, I was saying to myself, like what's in the dark will come to light. Like I'm not going to mess with it. Like the truth will come out eventually. Exactly. And I think that's where I'm coming from. Like it really wasn't colonies. I keep on, I want to say story to be told, but that sounds so (laughs) cringy. Like it wasn't her situation. So I felt like her place. Exactly. She shouldn't be speaking on it so much. Like if Anne wanted to tell her that, I mean, also too, like she would find out. you're right. Like, it's not like this would be something that she could keep a secret from Sherelle forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think Sherelle actually handled it very well. I thought that she was very calm, cool, collected. I felt like she respected where Anne was coming from and didn't get upset with her, which I was pretty surprised about. I think too, we probably resonate more and like really associate ourselves with Anne and Colony just because like us being young professionals. And like you said, like, you know, we have our whole careers ahead of us. You never want to entirely shut yourself out from an opportunity. Like you never want to say it like definite no to something, but Mm -hmm. you know, she obviously is loyal to Sherelle and is loyal to the brokerage. Yeah. And I, I get that. That's where it becomes tricky because when you truly like love the place you work, love the people you work for, it's like mm-hmm. hard to want to 
be shady to either of them. So it's just like, where, where's the line with all of this? It's so hard mm-hmm. to navigate, I think, especially being young. Cause we do like, it's easy for us to make friends with our coworkers and like really take it outside of work and like mm-hmm. become close. Um, whereas like, you know, when you're older, it's like you have families and like, you have husbands. So it's like, you don't really do those sort of things. Right. Like you're just trying to go to work to work (laughs) exactly yeah so what did you think about um rena actually just straight up telling sherelle about what she had planned um i really respected it again that's like a weird situation when it's like your friends but also it's like Mm -hmm, business business that was definitely a theme Um, throughout the whole show and i was just like cringing all the way (laughs) yeah one thing that I did really like about this show, it wasn't like, oh my God, like they're talking shit, which like obviously mm-hmm. it was, but it's like businesswoman drama of like, oh, is Rena going to start her own brokerage? Which I right. really liked because it was just like, I just kind of felt the different like conflicts that they were going through in their heads. I really thought that it was a respectful thing to do to tell mm-hmm. Sherelle like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I mean, it did kind of suck that like I forget who told Cheryl to begin with, but like Rena didn't say it to Cheryl, or I guess they like it was she like- she didn't say it originally about the brokerage license. I think mm-hmm. I think someone else had told her that she had gotten her license, right? But then you know Rena's like, yeah, I'm thinking about going and doing my own thing. You know, it's just like it's just what I want to do, kind of thing. Which I mean, it would have been like if Rena was. I mean, it doesn't seem like she has definitively made up her mind, but if she definitely wanted to do it and she could have just been like, all right, I'm leaving, going to start my own brokerage body. And like, right. She also yeah. had the right to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did think it was respectful for her to tell Sherelle, but now do I think Sherelle is going to treat her any differently? I don't think so. You know how sometimes like if you say to your employer, like, Hey, I'm thinking about, like, I'm thinking about leaving then they, you know, might try to give you a raise or, you know, give you a promotion and more responsibilities and everything. I feel like in that situation, nothing is going to change. No. Because, um, like, I mean, it's like really like Rena in this stay. type of role, what what more can you really do other than, I guess, give her her commission back? And then at the very, very end, they're talking about like, like Anne and Rena are talking about going in together on a brokerage know how I feel about that oh lord I mean Rena was like a weird character for me because it was like she did have drama but at the same time she was a little bit forgettable to me like she kind of blended into the background yeah I don't know that's definitely we haven't even mentioned Carla I was I was just (laughs) about to say I feel the same about Carla because she doesn't produce she's getting her last shot is all I all (laughs) I got to say she's getting her last shot so she and Alexis were grouped together because they were the two that didn't produce. But I will say I really, really sympathize more with Carla because she she just had the humility to be like, yeah, you're right. I'm not I'm not meeting expectations. And that's my bad. But yeah. I'm gonna keep trying. And Sherelle like paid her for that by giving her new opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, because she knew that Carla was trying, whereas Alexis was just like Ugh, just freaking there being a dummy. But I'm just like, I don't really know how real estate works that much. But like, I don't think you collect like a paycheck just for being there. So it's like, what were you doing? Yeah, you're just 
waiting to sell something. She just wanted to get out of the house for her husband who was transitioning (laughs) the NBA to real life. I wonder if he was like, hey, I just got into like a 10 year long fist fight in professional football. So like, could you do me a solid and like go out and work now? (laughs) And, And she did not do that. I wish we like, I don't think we ever heard any specific details about why like her personal life was so rough like I don't think she had any children I know she had said I think that her mom was sick or something and she had to help take care of her Mm -hmm. um everybody's got something like I'm not saying like sorry your mom's sick sorry you gotta take care of her right but it's like there's people out here who got like four or five kids that they got to go work and bring home the bacon for like, right. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I hate to say it, but there's, everybody's got something. Everybody's got a situation that is, could potentially keep them from being successful, doing their job, yada, yada, yada. It's just like, do you take the initiative to be successful and do your job and let those things just kind of stay at home? Right. Which is hard because, like you said, they're all friends and, like, throwing a party for Joanna's divorce and throwing Cheryl's baby shower and all of that. But it's also, like, at the end of the day, like, you're still there to work for the business. Yeah. And not, oh gosh, I just got tired of her freaking excuses. She was just always mm-hmm. like, what's well, this, this, that, this, that, this. And I'm like, first of all, Cheryl has, like, five kids. Right. Her mom's she's house got a million burnt and down. Two. Exactly. She's got a million and two kids. She's got another one on the way with Ocho Cinco, who has like 20 million other kids. And she's still running this damn business and selling houses. Like, I don't like get it together. So all of that being said, are you hoping for another season to see how things go? Or are you just kind of like, okay, that was fun? You know, no, I am hoping for another season. I mm-hmm. I hope I really do want them to bring more real estate in. Like that was mm-hmm. something that like I really liked about selling Sunset. Like mm-hmm. of course we like the drama. Like of of course, but the reason that it's different than other reality shows is because of the real estate. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. what's supposed to be the reason that we're watching it. So I I would I like the drama. One thing I will say too, in comparing the two of them is I do feel like the women and the sentiment of the show was much more genuine in Tampa than it was on Selling Sunset. Those girls just feel so over the top, so fake, like, Mm -hmm. like they're putting on for the show. Like they don't really actually care that much about each other, but like you can tell in Tampa, like these girls, they fight. Yeah. And the reason that they fight is because they actually like love and care about each other. Right. They all like nobody wants anybody to leave. That is not the case on Selling Sunset. Like mm-hmm. if they could pick someone to up and leave, they all would pick somebody. Like <laughs> it's just it it's just a, a much more genuine show and I felt like a lot a lot of the drama that we saw was like relatable drama like Mm -hmm. obviously we can't afford the cars and the houses and all that stuff like I'm not saying it's relatable as in their lifestyle but like the types of things that they were fighting and arguing about I felt were a lot more relatable than some of the stuff that goes on like sell like selling sunset interesting that's good to know because I I really did enjoy this kind of drama <laughs> business drama I did like it and it was at some points they would just on selling Tampa they would just like talk shit to one another and make fun of each other but that is because they love each other and they're allowed to do it and exactly. they're allowed to call Joanna HR because yes they don't hate her so I think it would be interesting I feel like I could 
do without like Carla and I feel like yeah I kind of just want a Colony and Anne show right especially like their single life living living in Tampa selling the houses I think I would definitely be interested in that I know that was something else that I kind of felt like they didn't do that they do more on Selling Sunset is show their personal lives. Like you see like Christine's wedding, like you see Chriselle buying her first home on her own, like you see mm-hmm. like Christine going on dates, like you you get to know their relationships a lot more. Like, you know, Mary and whatever her husband's name is, like you see them planning their wedding, you see them looking at wedding venues. Like I just felt like there wasn't a lot of relationships outside of a lore yeah that we saw on this show so it's very interesting how obviously they're there's a lot going on like juana getting divorced mm-hmm. carlo breaking up with her boyfriend of 10 years who mm-hmm. she has children with sure like what is Cheryl gonna do with ojo cinco living in miami right. and their 10 kids and everything i mean i guess with like colony indian like they're not married they don't have a lot going on but too I, i'm like they were going on dates and we weren't seeing it yeah yeah when christine was single and selling sunset we saw her go on dates Mm -hmm. i will say it was kind of awkward when they would like get hit on slash hit on their clients like oh my gosh in one of the first episodes colony and the guy were talking about the hot tub and i was like i'm all uncomfy (laughs) also because he looks to be you know a little bit older than you i'm uncomfy but (laughs) colony do whatever you need to do in order to sell that house That's right. Do what you got to do to get that money. All right. So is there anything else with Selling Tampa that you want to touch on? I don't think so. I'm glad that we both enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, it didn't set my soul on fire, but yeah, I thought it was a nice, good one. Definitely different than like anything else that I've watched, which was nice, like a nice breath of fresh air. And now I feel really like motivated. Like I feel like Yo, Colony and Anne and Cheryl, like they're all such hard workers. Now I'm like, okay, I need to get my butt in gear and work harder. You're gonna become get a real estate back. agent? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might. This is me, but I might fit in at a lower if I'm a lower if I'm not selling any houses, which I've never sold a house before. So <laughs> you can join Carla and Alexis in that. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, apparently you can work there if you just absolutely pull a tax figure out of your ass no, that's no good nothing about the home i mean do you sign me up the house there. sells itself you don't, don't need to ask me any man. questions no no questions needed all right cool well i guess that's all we'll have for this week next week we will return back to claytonville mm. um <laughs> We'll see how that goes. So where did we leave off? Oh, I guess we will find out if Cassie gets her rose taken rose back or not. Taken back. Yeah. So that will be interesting. It'll be interesting. Starting with the drama the first second we enter the Bachelor Nation. Exactly. Of course. I'm not going to lie. I am lucky to see. I'm, I'm like excited to see like what happens. The drama. Yes. I hope Me she too. gets to keep it. I, I feel like they need her on the show. Just to like have something going on. Is it me? Am I the drama? drama? Yes, Cassidy, you are. I think if I had to guess, I would say that they probably will let her keep the rose. Everyone will get pissed off about it. It will be an absolute shitstorm next week with everyone being mad. And Cassie get got to keep her vote. And we'll get one more week of Cassidy and then she'll go. 
she gets to stay. I hope she stays longer. I hope she wins. (laughs) Honestly, I liked her. I'm, I know I'm in the minority there. Um, but I liked Cassidy and I hope she stays for a little bit. Obviously she's not going to win. We already know who the last three people are. And that's true. I forgot about that. Wow. How anticlimactic is that? Well, guys, remember that our next episode will be dropping on um, Wednesday, which will be January 26th. Oh, my my birthday. What could that be? Ah. My birthday. Um, So mark your calendars for both events. Um, I expect every single person listening to this to wish me a happy birthday, especially Mm -hmm. since you had plenty of warning. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Clayton again, all of the bachelor things. If you would like to send us any questions about the show so far, anything you'd like us to discuss specifically on the next episode, we're still always looking for suggestions on what to watch next. Feel free to email us at a case, the number four, wait, wait, okay. A a case, the number four, four. the (laughs) FBI. You can email us at a case, the number four, the FBI, the FBI, yep, at gmail.com. There you go. It was saying the number four that was like really throwing me off. I was like, that doesn't sound right, though. A case for the number four, the FBI, that 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 trips me up. Yeah, it's like what the I'm saying too many of these anyway. And if you would like to follow us on Instagram, we post a lot of fun content bloopers from the podcast when we record funny memes, etc, etc. You can find us at a case the number four the FBI nailed it. Nailed it. Stunning. What do you say? I said, shout out Nicole Byer. (gasps) Oh, yeah, the show. She's definitely listening. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Tell Team Coco we're ready whenever they are. (laughs) Is that like her podcasting company? Yeah. uh, Conan (gasps) O'Brien. Yeah, we're ready. Whenever We're ready. (laughs) We're ready, Nicole. We're ready. Which also speaking of which, if you listen to us on Spotify, give us a five star rating if you don't mind and also follow us. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can also drop a five star rating and write. You can like type out a review too. So if you even want to add some words to your review, drop that in the podcast apps. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make people do it now. You should withhold friendship privileges until they give ratings that's right you don't get to be my friend until you leave a rating Mm -hmm. people are really going to be shook about that they're going to be like okay i love a good ultimatum i really do (laughs) leave a review or i'll never call you again (laughs) it really gets things done you know yes well guys thank you so much for listening to this episode and we will talk soon talk on cassie's birthday happy birthday Cassie! Yay! yay bye bye Thank you.